Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Wow. This is really good. We're going to talk about the plan. A smart, uh, this is smart, and this is amazing. And it's going to help all of you because this is one of the things I really love. I take a look at my life and I say, what are some of the really cool things that I've learned over time? One of them is leasing a vehicle instead of buying them. And, you know, I had to learn this on my own. And I want to tell you that I really learned this the hard way. You know, I, and what I mean by the hard way, we talked about it last time that I had Klein Davis on, on the show. Klein Davis is a general manager of Acura Seattle. We're doing an event on the 22nd at night. We're doing an event uh, Friday night. Uh, you're going to hear all about it. And it's a way for everybody out there to come and get educated. And for those of you that come and take uh, an Acura out for a test drive, you're going to hear about a special drawing that you're going to be entered into winning. It's going to be a really, really cool time. But today we're talking about, you know, what is the real deal about leasing? We have so much to do. We're going to skip the break on this. Klein, thank you for joining us here today. And thank you for uh, kind of putting that event together. How cool is that? Well, thank you, Dr. Pat. Uh, it was a pleasure being on your show here a few weeks ago, and I'm glad to be back and hopefully maybe cover some things that we didn't touch on last time with leasing. And I just want everybody to understand that leasing is not a negative thing. It's just another way to finance the car, and it actually will give you more car for less risk, less money out of pocket. There's a lot of great advantages, and I think when people hear the word lease, they just kind of tune out and... Uh, the one reason, and there's some articles, a friend of mine is going to send me an article, he talked to me about it last night, that many of the manufacturers are looking at changing the terminology leasing to something else just so that they can show people the benefits and then explain to them what it really is. Mm. Well, you know, I like the whole idea uh, of, of actually looking at this. I mean, this has worked really well. Let's get into some details about this. Sure. Uh, you know, do people really save on taxes when they, when they lease? I know I do, but I don't have a general rule for people. Well, what you'll find when, when you purchase a car, uh, let's take the state of Washington, because that's yeah. where we're sitting right now. Yeah. It's 9.8 up here in the Seattle market, so roughly 10%. So if you bought a $45,000 car you're going to pay $4,500 in taxes. Mm -hmm. Now, the nice thing with the lease is you don't pay any taxes up front. You pay taxes on the monthly payment. Mm -hmm. So if you had a $450 payment, it's $45. So roughly you're going to save about $2,500, I don't have a calculator right here in front of me, but that's a lot of money. The Mm -hmm. state has never refunded anybody money that I know of because they decided two years later to go buy another car. Wow. Well, you know, I, that is the part that was very appealing to me because you're right. I, I'm trying to think about that. You know, taxes, I don't pay taxes up front. That's true. But I also, in my case, I also get to deduct my, the lease, uh, 
my lease. Yes. On my vehicle. Well, some, you know, and that's kind of a misnomer, too. It depends on how the vehicle's used. You'd have to get with your account. Exactly, exactly. What you can deduct and what you can't deduct. Uh, I don't, and nor do any of my salespeople advise people as to what they can deduct. As far I can as the send lease. them to my account, and if they've got any questions at all, because there he knows go. all about this. <laughs> yes, he but knows there, all about this. There are this. some tax advantages also there that people can take advantage of. I think we talked about a lot of things on your last show, and one thing that I wanted to point out that I don't think a lot of people are aware of, and when you're driving uh, your car, and let's say the car is leased, Mm-hmm. and you're two years into a three-year lease, and you're just minding your own business, and you go through a red light and somebody T-bones you. The car now has $15,000 worth of damage, and the insurance company decides to fix it. There's diminished value on that car. If you were buying that car or you paid cash for that car, there's diminished value. Now, you don't always get paid off by the insurance company because if the carrier who hits you does not have diminished value coverage, there's nothing there for you. Mm-hmm. So you're going to suffer. With the lease, at the end of the lease, if that were to happen and you've got a bad Carfax, you could have three options. One of those is you can walk away from the lease, mm-hmm. and you're not stuck holding the bag. I think that's one of the greatest things, and we didn't really touch on that right. on the last show, and I think it's important for people to understand that there's many, many benefits, but I think that's a great one. I had a gentleman sitting in a showroom one day, and he was bragging to me about how he'd paid off his BMW lease early and his friend was leasing a new Acura. And I said, why would you do that? And he said, well, I paid it off a year early. And I said, just think about it. if you went out here and got hit. And his eyes just got real wide. And I said, who's responsible now for this car? You, correct? The lease company would have been owned this car a year later. You could have turned it back and walked away. He goes, I'll never do that again. Well, that's interesting, too. But that is also another reason. You know, I mean, there are a lot of reasons that move me to leasing, all of which you're talking about here and what we've talked about before. Um, You know, I want to take a minute to talk about the event Friday night and what's going to happen there and why this is so important to you, Klein. Well, what we want to do is we want to be good Samaritans in the community. If you went to our website, you'll see a lot of the community events that we're involved in. And I just think there's a lot of misnomers with leasing. And our hope is, is we'll get enough people here. We'll give them a tour of the facility. Acura Seattle tell them a little bit about us. But we want to really get into the meat and potatoes of this and explain to them why leasing is an option, as well as financing, as well as paying cash, because it's different for everyone. But there are some great advantages to leasing. So we want to be able to present that, answer anybody's questions, and then also talk about Acura and some of the advantages with Acura leases. I don't want this to come off as a commercial, but we do have some advantages over other manufacturers, and I just want to lay those out for everybody. Okay. Uh, also, for everybody that attends, we're going to have a drawing, and we're going to give away an iPad. Also, we'll have the new ILX here, uh, which just got introduced about a week ago, and the new yeah. RDX, and if yeah. anybody wants to test drive the cars, There's free, no-obligation test drive. We're not going to pressure you to buy a car. But we'll also enter you to win a trip to Cabo for two uh, that we're giving away this month for anybody who comes in and takes a test drive. But, again, our goal is just to educate you, answer any questions you may have, and hopefully uh, give you a better understanding of what your options are the next time you go out there to get a new car. And you guys are doing something special about the uh, ILX for, for leasing as well. Is that true? 
Yes, the national ad that just broke yeah. is two forty nine with approximately three thousand dollars down. I lowered the payment. Typically, leases are set up with little or no money out of pocket, but they wanted to get to a payment that would attract customers, and I actually lowered it to one ninety nine a month with forty eight hundred out of pocket. But the idea was to catch people's attention. I have that on my website, and mm-hmm. I have it on the reader board on the building, and we've done some email and some direct marketing to our customer base. Wow. I mean, this is really kind of cool to really look at all of this and, you know, ask yourself, you know, what do you do as you move forward? Most people don't even know. And this was I shared with you off air, I think, last time that I got into a little bit of trouble at the end of my lease this last time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I'm someone that lease I've been leasing cars for, oh, my God, what? 10 years or more. And I and apparently I missed some things at the end that I didn't do right. So can you give us a rundown at the end? What are some of the options? You know, what what happens here? Well, basically, you've got three options when you come to the end of the lease. Um, The first option is you can keep the car, let's say you love it, and then the dealer can assist you with financing or simply pay cash for the balance, which would be your residual and the sales tax on the portion that you didn't pay. Your second option is you can take the equity which you may have in the car, and trade it in on another vehicle and get yourself into a new vehicle with the latest and greatest technology, which a lot of our customers are doing. Right now, our retention rate in the store is 44.7. Our overall retention for Acura is at 65% in this market, meaning that some of my customers may have went to another dealership. Uh, Our leasing uh, capture rate right now is the highest at 47.7 in the Northwest because we take the time to explain it to customers so that they know that here, here's what you're going to do up front, but here's your options at the end. And the third option simply is that you could turn the car in and walk away at the end of the lease. Let's say you had a bad accident, you don't want the car, uh, you want to get into another car, or let's say you've changed your mind, you just want to buy a Mercedes, okay, God forbid, but you just said, hey, I don't want another actor, I'm going to go Uh, get myself a Mercedes, you can walk away as long as you've got normal wear and tear and you haven't exceeded the miles on the car. And what some people don't realize, even if they exceed the miles, you know the mileage charge going in. So you know it's no big surprise at the end of the lease. The one thing that I encourage consumers to understand with some of the luxury brands and some of the non-luxury brands, there are disposal fees. You should be told that up front when you lease a car. I've seen some as low as two and three hundred dollars and on some luxury brands as high as five and six hundred dollars. And what they're doing is they're charging you for somebody to come out, take pictures of your car, write a report on the car to the condition of the report. Right. And I think some dealers do not do an appropriate job in making sure that they explain all this to the consumers. They don't. And, you know, honestly, I'm not going to mention any names, but, you know, part of this is sometimes you don't even know what you don't know. <laughs> you know what? You don't know what you don't know. And, you, and, and, and and that, I think, is where people really do get frustrated. But you guys have the plan. And you take people and you explain everything about leasing. And folks that, that come Friday night, you know, the folks that I'll see there Friday night, um, they're going to get a lot of information. Yes. And, and what... Our goal is to share that information with you so that when you go out, whether it's Acura, Lexus, Mercedes, or Toyota, or Honda, or or Ford, or Chevrolet, that you make the right decision for yourself and your family. 
uh, I've always told people, you know, I, I kind of joke around. I said, would you buy a $500,000 house today if you knew you were going to lose $50,000 next week or <laughs> next year? Right. You wouldn't do it. No. So why do you do it with a car? It's a depreciating asset. And if it's a depreciating asset, why not pay for what you use rather than the whole car? Mm-hmm. I think, unfortunately, a lot of people will go ahead and they'll buy the car and they spread it out over four to six years. But the depreciation really takes a nasty toll in that first couple of years, and they never catch up. So then when they go to trade their car in, uh, they owe more than what the car is worth. And you'll never have that with a lease. Yeah, and, I, and on, on, you know, honestly, it gets to be a little disheartening for people. Um, I want to make sure that everybody has the website so you could check this stuff out in advance before uh, we see you down there Friday. Sure. Um, and that is to go to the website. It's real easy, AcuraOfSeattle.com www.acuraofseattle.com and uh, you'll get instructions on uh, directions if you don't know where it is and so forth and so on. We're going to have a party down there. Um, (laughs) One of the things that I think is also important to talk about, you know, uh, is people always ask the question about bottom line. You know, they always ask overall expense questions. Well, when you look at your overall expense on a lease, it's actually limited, and you've got to think of it logically. When's the best part of a new car's life? It's not the second three years. It's the first three years. And if you look at it logically, oh, right. at about thirty to 40,000 miles, you're going to start doing brakes. You're going to start putting tires on. You're doing a battery uh, fifty, sixty thousand. You're starting to do belts and hoses and filters. At ninety thousand, you're putting in timing belts. It gets expensive. Uh, I always told people, I said, miles are like years on a human body. And as we grow older, things fall apart. It's the same thing on a car. So why not enjoy the best part? And when I talk about knowing your expenses up front, if you lease the car at ten thousand miles a year for three years, that's thirty thousand miles. All you're going to do is change the oil and gas the car and go. At 30,000 miles, you're going to have a major service, which isn't huge, but you're going to change some of the fluids or top off the fluids, rotate your tires. Your brakes should still be good. Your tires should still be good as long as you've been maintaining your tire pressure and rotating your your tires. But everything else should be fine on the car. Now, you get up to 45,000 miles, you're borderline sometimes that you may need brakes, you may need tires. Right. So if you can... Stay in that 30, 36,000 miles up to 45,000 miles. You know your cost of ownership. You're under warranty. We're in the second three years of that uh, life of the car. A lot of manufacturers' warranties have expired. So if you have a problem with the transmission or a problem with the engine or a problem electronically can be more expensive than engine and transmission problems anymore with all these computers. So it's nice to have that peace of mind. And if you're always going to have a car, you're always going to have some sort of payment. I had a lady the other day tell me, I always pay cash for my cars. And I said, well, let me ask you something. How much did you save a month to get this money to buy the car? Well, three, $400 a month. I said, you've always had a payment. And she sat there for a minute That's and true. said, you're right. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that it, yeah, I mean, we don't really think about that in quite that way. No. Uh, what I love about leasing is, and this is what I've discovered right now, you know, it used to be that you could buy a car and honestly, um, not much of it would change. 
And then things started to happen. Um, Cars started to go digital. There are just all sorts of other things. Safety regulations changed, so forth and so on. And now with the fuel efficiency technology... BPA ratings, yeah. Oh, my God. You know, all of this now gets you to think, you know, and watching the prices of of gas. Now what you start to think about is, wait a minute, do I really want to do this? What In three years, we already know the technology and everything about the car is going to be more efficient, especially from a gas point of view. And I can't tell you how much money I have saved just in gas alone. By trading in and getting a more efficient vehicle. Well, they just came out with voice texting, which is coming out. I know. I heard that. And uh, I think that's great because people won't be looking down at their phones. Oh, I hate that. That is so bad. Yeah, while they're driving and swerving off and hitting somebody. Um, There's a lot of technology that's forthcoming. Like you say, there's the gas mileage side of it, but there's other technological factors as far as safety and how we drive our cars and things that are going to keep us from having accidents. And there's some of those things are out there already, uh, advanced radar systems that will allow us not to get too close to the vehicle in front of us before the vehicle actually breaks itself mm-hmm. to avoid accidents. So, mm-hmm. yes, you by leasing and knowing your payment and your expense every month, you can take advantages of some of these technologies when they come about. Unfortunately, if you are buying a car and you've spread it over 72, 84 months, I've seen some people go 96 months with their credit unions, which Mm -hmm. is ludicrous. I mean, the depreciation is faster than you're paying into this car. You're going to owe more than the car's worth. Mm -hmm. You don't want to put yourself in that position. Uh, You know, one of the things that also I think that you'll cover is really taking people through, you know, the different cars, the different models, whatever it is that people are looking at to fit their own personal needs. But I think one of the things that I've discovered, uh, you know, and and this is probably just because I've been spending a lot of time looking at, you know, the the lineup that you have for – you know, for the Acuras, one of the things that I've just discovered is that you guys – at least in the vehicles that I've looked at, you guys have a lot of things that are standard that would be optional on other vehicles. Now, I don't think I'm making that up. No, Acura was first with Bluetooth technology. It was right. first with the navigation system. So there's a lot of patents that Acura holds, okay. like case body structure. Mm-hmm. And these things, uh, we have a technological edge against a lot of the luxury competitors. And Acura has always considered itself near luxury because they want to try to keep the price point below the Lexus, the Mercedes, the BMW. Right. And as part of the O'Brien Group, we own a lot of luxury stores. But I've had the, the opportunity to drive the Lexuses and the Jaguars and the BMWs and uh, the Acuras and compare them side by side. And honestly, I can tell you, there's so much technology on the Acura. Uh, for me, it's almost mind-boggling. But I love the way the cars ride because they, yeah. they ride like a luxury car, but yeah. they have a sports car feel. And when I think of competition, I think more of my competition being the Audi, the BMW buyer. Mm-hmm. And it, it's amazing how many Audi, BMW buyers that we get in here that look at the Acura and go, my God, I've never considered this a Japanese near-luxury car which really is a luxury car, but Mm -hmm. it has so many technological advances and the price point is so much less than some of the other luxury cars. Uh, I'll give you an example. When I was running the Lexus store in Tacoma for the O'Brien Group, 
a lot of people wouldn't buy a Lexus. They'd buy a Mercedes because they could. We didn't have a car that was a hundred thousand dollars. Right. And they wanted to say, "Hey, I bought a hundred thousand dollar car." Whatever works for you. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, that that's we just did a show on passion, so that's when I put my little passion plan together on that. I don't think I'll ever go there, and I, you know why? Because I don't think so. I mean, here's what I'm trying to say: is for those of of you out there that are like me, you know, I know the kind of car I want, and I've done a lot of work on it to to take a look. Sure. Here's what I've discovered. Almost all of the vehicles at the least rate that you just quoted people, right, mm-hmm. um, for the car that I was looking at. And I just want to tell everybody what, what I'm referring to. I'm referring to, uh, we were talking about the um, uh, ILX, ILX, right? ILX, yeah. Yeah, 2013 ILX. So when I went through and I looked at this, I was shocked by everything that was standard. I, you know, here's what I've discovered in, not in Acura vehicles, but let's just say other. That stereo system alone that you put in this car, that alone would have been extra or you would have had to buy it with a package. Not to mention uh, the SMS text messaging function you talked about in the Bluetooth. You know, and then all of a sudden you all, you have leather trim around a whole bunch of things. All of that stuff is extra. Correct. And it drives the price of the car up. So it's kind of interesting to really start to compare at this level. I can't wait. I can't wait till Friday. Thank you so much, Clint. Oh, you're for very welcome. And we look forward to a good turnout. I hope a lot of your listeners will show up. Again, we're not here to pressure anybody. We're just here to give some information so when they're ready to make a decision, yep. they can make an informed, intelligent decision. Let's all go down there, take a test drive, and put ourselves in for that vacation. That'll be great. Uh, maybe win an iPad. I well, nobody's going to win an iPad that night. We're going to hand night. out that oh, iPad that night. Oh, that night? Yep. All right. I'm on it. Okay. All right, everybody. I want you to go to the website, AcuraofSeattle.com. AcuraofSeattle.com. We will see you there for the event. For those of you out there, uh, somebody will win an iPad. I'm going to be driving a couple of these vehicles. I, at least I hope I get to drive a car. I don't know if I'm going to drive. Well, yeah, I'm going to drive a couple of them. I'm going to take time out and how to drive them. All right. We'll see you down there. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. John Holland in the house.